right. All right. Here Looks we go. Good. Truncate it. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. No, 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 no. <laughs> Welcome to Thought Cops, coming to you live from the mean streets of Neo-Chicago. I am Officer Kevin. I'm Officer Grant. That was that was good. That was basically, I think, what I had uh, in mind for the intro. Just that get rid of the middle really part, because we're not really doing the... You're the judge, the jury. The, the, the audience yeah. was never the judge, the jury, and the executioner. We were, but it was just a cool thing. And then the whole thing of you can call and leave a voicemail and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, only Leo the Incredible does that. So, uh, just season two. It's season two, Mushroom season Kingdom. Two. Here we come. Season two. We, are uh, back. we have Harris, a.k.a. Beetle Moses, with us uh, for a solo episode. Sans Zatch. Sans Zach, uh, I'm doing really well. Thank you. Do you, you guys feel scared about Zach? Yeah, a little bit. I'm kind of like, oh my god, like what's gonna <laughs> happen? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, thank you guys for inviting me. Uh, oh yeah, I'm very happy man. to be back here. It's always fun talking to you guys. So. Yeah, because last time we had you on, well, it actually wasn't that long ago. Because uh, we had Zach Yolo Swag Studios on the show, and he's like, "Hey, like, like the absolute last minute, he messages me and says, <laughs> hey, can my friend Harris come on the show?'" This is who he is, and like I think that you and I had actually added each other on Twitter maybe earlier that week by yeah, coincidence. Yeah, very recently, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, sure, the more the merrier. And then I told Grant, and he was like, who is Beetle Moses? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're not, Kevin, you're not just inviting people over to my apartment, are you, without no, me asking him? Yeah. He's like, no, it's Beetle Moses. And I was like, who's Beetle like, Moses? And he wouldn't tell me. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, you'll find out. I was I was very much like I mean that was also really early on in like my Twitter time too. So when Zach invited me on, I was like, dude, are you sure? Like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what I'm gonna talk about. Like they're not gonna know who I am. Like and um he was like, No, no, I think they said it's cool. They said it's cool. I was like, All right, and then I know we kinda mentioned this on our podcast, but you guys totally gave us the podcast bug. Like we were that was the first time that we had recorded together on a stream. And we were like, that was kind of fun. We can keep that going. And um, yeah, I guess you could say you're kind of like the original bug chaser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bug, I, chaser. Uh, bug chaser. Yeah, isn't that what people like? I'm going to look it up. You guys banter for a second. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure that's when it's like this weird fetish thing where people try to catch STDs. Ah, Yeah, man. bug chasing. Thought Cops Word of the Week coming in hot, coming in early. Bug chasing is the <laughs> rare practice of intentionally seeking human, human immunodeficiency virus or HIV infections through sexual activity. That is messed up. Can you imagine a Discovery Channel show like River Monsters, but it's a guy like, you know, he's actually looking for insects and spiders and stuff, and he calls it Bug Chaser, having no <laughs> knowledge of what it means. Like Nobody uh, corrects him because it would be hilarious. My dumbass thought that you were talking about Pokemon. <laughs> that would be cool, too. That sounds way better. Uh, uh, not, that kind of, <laughs> not that kind of Bug Chaser, but they do both like wearing shorts. Yes, that's right. They are comfy. Uh, no, those yeah. are youngsters. Dude, you got it oh, all backwards, fuck. man. <laughs> youngsters, yeah, there you go. I, I'm always mixing up my youngsters and my bug catchers. God damn it. There's a lot of shit talk about this new Pokemon game. Have I you know. Have seen that on the Twitter app? It doesn't look somewhere? so great. I gotta say, I, I want I want to like it, uh, but it doesn't look very good. At least uh, for now, it's like super choppy. Like, like, it's one thing. There's a lot of people out there who like to nitpick graphics and stuff, but like, it just doesn't like work. No, it doesn't look very good, which is surprising to me because, like, Nintendo isn't 
they're not known for that really like i mean there right, there right. are other game companies like ea and all these other fucking well you know that they release games all the time that are just like shitty and choppy and buggy and don't work and then they patch it up and they're like oh just release it and we'll patch it a month later and it'll be fine but it's like nintendo it seems a little uh out of character for nintendo but yeah, it's like I don't know what it is. Yeah, because if, if this sh- this shit would never fly with Mario and his friends, no, it wouldn't. Would never That's happen. True. It would I not f- happen. I feel like Pokemon's just they just put it on like the back burner, and it's so weird because it's like one of the largest like it is the largest the largest IP yeah. in the world in the world, yeah, and they can't make margin. a game that doesn't load. Like I don't get it, and I, I haven't like been into these games for so fucking long. The closest I've gotten is when that Arceus game came out, and I was Which like, is this is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was fine, but it's just like, I don't, I just feel like the, the game that I grew up with is just no longer, they just are not to the same level of quality. Well, I think part all. of the problem yeah. is like they and I'll, I'll keep it short, but like, I feel like they're pushing them out every year. You know, we got and now it's like multiple times a year because that Arceus game came out like this year. They already have one coming out next week. And once a mo- once a month, you might say Jesus. someone might say once once a month. Yeah, I think they're I coming out with a new. Yeah, it is crazy. It is. It, and I haven't played a new Pokemon game in a really long time. So now I'm at a point where that's weird. I thought you were. I know. Well, yeah. I I used to play a ton of Pokemon, and I still actually replay. Like I'm liable to pick up like an emulator for Pokemon Emerald or something, and just go sure. back through it again. But I'm at a point now; it's almost become like a gauge for how old I'm getting. That I think I'm aware of less than half of the Pokemon that oh, are yeah, released at this sure. point. Like most of them, you could flash them in front of me. And be like, is this a real Pokemon or is it just fan art? And I would be like, I have no fucking clue anymore. Yeah, like I think I missed one gen ever, and it, I think it was the Ruby Sapphire Emerald one. Mm-hmm. And then I start, I got bit, I got back in Gen Four, and I'm like, I am so fucking lost. And there was like half the Pokemon back then. Yeah, like I still, I still do. I like, I want to play them. I want them to be good. And then people are like, Oh, who cares? They're games for kids. And it's like. Well then, kids deserve better, you know. Like these right, games should yeah. run like crap, and then it's I like, was oh, a kid kids when I care. played them, and they were yeah. great. Yeah. Like what the yeah. fuck? It's true, and I, I really would like. I wouldn't mind if one of these big game studios released a like a sprite game again. I was you know what I mean? Like, I think that I, they yeah. need the the Sonic Mania treatment. Tbh, they that need someone to come in fresh and new and just be like, hey, these were better in two D. You know, let's bring it back. It's true. Do that again. One of my favorite recent like gaming experience because I'm honestly I'm a little bit of a poser. I don't really play video games that much. Yeah, I, I remember that kind of came out uh, on the last episode. Yeah, I I don't t- I don't I played more as a kid, but I find like um I'm just too busy and like tired mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And honestly, social media has just been a complete cancer. So I like mostly will be sitting scrolling on my phone instead of playing a game these days but like eat the cancer um, yeah yeah but but it's like i I think uh, one of my favorite gaming experiences that i had in the last few years was actually playing undertale at the recommendation of a friend which was which is a pixel game and but was like extremely clever and i loved the art and that was Mm -hmm. great yeah i would love i love games like that i love those top undertale's great Yeah. yeah like i the one thing i will say is like you know, Undertale is one of one of many uh, Earthbound like mm-hmm. indie RPGs, which I just started replaying. I didn't yeah, I beat it the say, first time that I played it. How but, are you uh, liking it? 
it's good. It's great. It's a pretty nutty um, game. Yeah. I picked it up around the same time last year and I never beat it. And Earthbound, uh, right? Not not yeah. Undertale, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 But I would yeah, like to eventually get into Undertale. Undertale is good and like don't get me wrong, it just I, I think that like it, it really tries, I think in my opinion, a little hard to like fully kind of take that sense of humor from Earthbound, where Earthbound mm-hmm. it, I feel like it comes across a little more naturally. For sure. It's a nitpick. Yeah. It's a nitpick. It's still a fun game. I think, but, like, yeah. I just thought Undertale in general was, like, I liked the humor, and I had been, the, the game that I had been playing the most prior to that was Breath of the Wild, which is so okay. expansive and so much fun. That was also, like, an like one of those, like, 50-plus hour gaming experiences, you know, right. to, like, get through the whole thing, which it had been a while since I had done one of those before, and playing that was so great, and my friend was like, dude, play Undertale, play Undertale, it's so much fun. I'm like, it just feels, like, so small compared you know with like playing a little pixel game that's oh, not open sure. world yeah. and like right. and i caved because it was like it's like 15 dollars to get on you know the, on the switch store and so i was playing it on there and i think it just my expectations were kind of low for it and it was so much fun like so mm-hmm. engaging i didn't yeah. know it was on the switch store maybe i should pick it up yes it, it is yeah. yeah it was great and it's great for handheld honestly it really blends itself to just sitting and playing like yeah, that's how great. i feel about uh earthbound too yeah, because you said you played it, you started playing it on the, you have that um, SNES Mini. Yeah, and so I was monopolizing uh, yeah. the TV with it, and it was just like, I just wish I could have this in my lap. And then towards the end of me yeah. playing it, they were like, hey, it's on the Switch now. And I was like, well, I've almost beaten it. Uh, and then I stopped playing it. Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> Fucking piece of shit, asshole. Make a better Pokemon game. What the fuck? Seriously, man. Seriously. And I hate that you have the only way to get your hands. I know this is like old news at this point. People have been griping about this for years, but the only way to get your hands on an old game that you want to play from Nintendo is to pirate it or download a ROM. Like there's no way yeah. to just download it. It depends a lot of that on what I mean they they they're thankfully adding more to the service, but it's a drip feed. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um I did play. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say. Uh, well, whatever. Go. Go ahead. Doesn't. Matter. I was gonna say actually the other game that I did play through all the way that is emulated on the Switch. That's an, a classic is Super Mario World. I yes. beat that one. Yeah, that's just such a good fucking game, and it is yeah. available on the Switch Store. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. I was gonna say. Uh, speaking of a slow uh, drip. Uh, cold cuts. So y'all started cold cuts. Um, <laughs> you started segue. it after your very first appearance on this. We were highly influential, um, very, you know, uh, as, as we can be sometimes. So many yeah. people come on this show and they look at our Google Doc and they're like, it's a good, it's a good Google Doc. You guys have a good format. Um, and then we threw it away despite all the haters. Um, but uh, <laughs> tell tell us about Cold Cuts and your idea going into that. You're doing it with uh, Zatch Yolo Swag. That's um, right. Who's yeah. a, a very charismatic, crazy fella. It's uh, crazy dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We uh, so Zach and I we. Uh, we go back. We went to college together. We, what was he like back then? The same. I swear <laughs> to God, the dude has not. He hasn't changed even a little bit. Like he and when when we went to this particular school together, we were both. Uh, I, I don't want to say outcasts because that sounds almost like Reddit, but it's like we were like we we definitely like rubbing off on you. We were definitely <laughs> a little bit like. Uh, we we didn't fit. I think the mold of this. We went to this kind of small school that was really. Uh, 
waspy and like fraternity based and um was and it like so an art school we, did you go to art school did you major in art no it was like wow. the opposite of an art school it was like uh i mean it was like a it was just like a liberal art school i guess but it was it was just very and most of the people there were like business and finance bros and shit like that and i think like he and i just had i don't know we linked i forget honestly how we met i'm sure we met at, at a party at one point and just had similar interests and it it, we just started hanging out like constantly and uh in the notification that my computer's running a little bit it's plugged in which is not ideal that's like we can just talk of it so uh kevin what what do you uh okay, what's going good. on with you any any other strangers don't yell worry, at you worry, lately not. okay no, no not today not today Okay. Wait, did the stranger yell at you? When did that happen? Yeah, yeah there was a whole week. thing. A, a guy called him neurotic. Well, technically, the... he wasn't yelling at me. Him and his dog just bullied me. Oh, the, <laughs> the dog too, and yeah, the dog, yeah. and the dog. He yeah, made a point to say, sucks, "I'm talking bro. to my dog." So you know how it is. Yeah, dude, it, that that sucks when a dog is mean to you because it's almost like the same feeling when a little kid is being mean to you, where you're just like, "I can't do anything because I will be the asshole in this situation." You have to kind of yeah. take it. Or walk away. I, that's yeah. You can't throw one across the room. Uh, it sucks. Yeah, and, and honestly, I love I love dogs and I like kids too. But it is one of those things that like sometimes I hate other people's dogs and I hate other people's kids. Not hate. Yeah. It's a strong word. But if they're you're, like no, you're allowed dog, to, you're allowed like, to wish them death, Harris. It's fine. <laughs> like, fuck this. Anyway, uh, yeah. So anyway, so Zach and I got re like linked back up probably a couple of years like two years ago something like that maybe a little over that and had been uh messaging and i had seen that he had kind of made a name for himself at that point as yolo swag studios uh and um, yeah we had him on uh thought cops and he just blew up after that it's just the the effect we totally on, yeah uh, just put him on there yeah uh yeah he's he's got a huge following which is awesome he's got a very like loyal and rabid fan base and yeah. uh uh, which is great. And so, so yeah, uh, he was actually kind of the one that was twisting my arm to post to Twitter and also lean a little bit more into the comics because I was drawing cartoons, but more just like little characters and doodles and stuff like that. And I was what kind, also, of, what kind of characters were you drawing? Like, um, I had this series of like, um, just these. I really can't describe it as anything other than like doodles. Like they kind of looked like these squiggly arm characters, like playing just basketball. A, a, a and family stuff. of five with yellow skin. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, just like that. And uh, and I was also painting, uh, which I haven't done in a while actually. But I was doing a lot of like painted portraits and never found any success. Didn't um, didn't ever really find any type of audience with that. And then I posted actually. On a on a whim, I posted this comic, which was the first one that I had done. I was too self conscious. I didn't even hard post it on my Instagram. I posted it just to my story that it was this. Uh, it's still the first comic. If you scroll, I guess all the way to the bottom of my Twitter, but it was um, it was this like pirate ship, and one of the guys like has his telescope out, and he's like, "Holy crap! Like Captain, you're not gonna believe this!" And in the distance, they see. It's like a giant squid that you can see underwater, but they can only see the top of its head peeking out, which looks like a pizza hut. It was really dumb, <laughs> and it, it was super dumb. And I posted it to my story because I was just like, I'm not going to actually post this. This is not going to fit in. Up until then, I had mostly been painting portraits of like people. So I was like, this is not what people 
want to see. And then Zach basically was like, dude, dude, you need to post this on Twitter uh, expeditiously. And I was like, okay, so uh, I made a Twitter and then I went on Twitter and I posted it there. And uh, Zach retweeted that first comic that I put on there. And it got a thousand likes, and that was the Dude, most. That, it was so fresh. <laughs> was, yeah, 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 exactly. And I like, I had never, I had only ever gotten like eighty likes on anything that I'd ever posted. So I was just like, "Yo, what the fuck is this?" And um, the rest is history. Then I was just like, "Oh my god, Twitter is just." And Twitter is through all of its bullshit. It is my favorite social media because, and I didn't realize this until I was on it. The you have the most amount of freedom in the replies than than any other platform. Like when somebody is re- commenting on a tweet below it, it's an entirely new tweet and they can post media. They can make their own drawing. They can tweet something even funnier than when, what you did. And I fucking hate when that happens. And uh, yeah. dude, <laughs> it's like, oh, Kevin, dude, I, <laughs> I did Actually, not. Actually, it happened today. I did not mean to <laughs> ratio you on your post today. Oh, I think I saw that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It was no, Harris. If you didn't do that, nobody else would have seen it. I, that was so funny. Was though. that you on know, the burger I, I get post? Into, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Let, me, let me let me talk about yeah, this get, really quick. Get into it. We'll bounce back <laughs> to cold cuts, but so yeah, my two minutes of hate this week is I'm just going to get right to it. Is just fucking like low effort call and response posts. So. <laughs> Grant brought this fucking tweet that went viral, and it was a picture. This is like the the pattiness of the behind the scenes, like thought <laughs> cops lore that we don't let out into the public, but we'll I just like it. send each other shit. Just like, dude, look yeah. at this fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Like, oh, well, dude, that, that's the behind the scenes of cold cuts too it's just me yeah, and Zach yeah, shit yeah. talking everything like everything anyway. so you, he he shared this tweet in the uh our, our thought cops discord server which if you haven't joined there's a link to our server in the episode description so head on down there and you can oh, talk yeah. shit with us but he he shared this tweet it says uh it's a picture of a hamburger on a plate <laughs> with an image on it that says this bur- <laughs> this burger gets four toppings only and then the and then the caption on the tweet says, "Choose your toppings." <laughs> All lowercase, no punctuation. About like three hundred thousand likes. Jesus Christ! And you know what? How I haven't really been enjoying Twitter as much as I had before. And you know, I'm like, you know what? I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, I'm not above <laughs> stealing. I'm not above stealing low effort content. I've Enough had so much stolen, stolen from me. yours. Yeah. I've had so much stolen from me, so that makes this okay. This, that's what makes this right. Yeah, I stole. I stole this tweet, and I just I put the same thing. Just choose your toppings. I did the exact, <laughs> basically, so basically the exact same post, and it's been doing better than almost anything I've posted in months. Which I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't get me wrong. I like the dopamine. That felt uh, pretty good. Oh, and of course. Then, <laughs> And then Harris, uh, Harris respond. Okay, so let me just let me just ring, let me just break the numbers down for you guys listening. <laughs> oh so God. my tweet has forty eight likes on it, and oh, Grant had a funny one here. He quote he quoted uh, um, Jimmy Buffett, and then I got four likes on it. That's classic. Yeah, yeah. and we got a good. response from Beetle Moses. It says for what his he would put on his hamburgers: two briefcases of money and two lines of ketamine. That has 13 <laughs> retweets and 404 likes. <laughs> that was, uh, 
That was completely accidental. I really only meant for you to see it, Kevin. Like, I just figured, like... That ain't how it works. I don't even know where... I don't even know where the fuck everybody came from. Uh, it's, but it's funny, too, mean... that, like, not enough people, like, saw that and then went back to the original one to even, like, interact with it. They're just like, yeah, that's a that's a good response. <laughs> Although, like... because, because you did that, I did get a lot of responses. We have one here from Zwick that says, bacon, lettuce, blue cheese, and tomatoes. Loser. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, we, we got, uh, someone says ketchup. Uh, someone says, um... See, some of these are joke <laughs> responses, but we got, I just got some random people out of the woodwork. And that's what I love about this kind of social experiment is just to see how like brain dead some people are. Just people like see something like this. <laughs> they just, somebody just said, <laughs> somebody just said ketchup, mustard, pickles, and pickles. Guess Two got, like, extra pickles. pickles. That's a good one. There's Dude, like yeah. a, there's you a, did get a lot of responses on this. Yeah. I'm, I'm scrolling like through a bunch of them right now. That's crazy. Any new followers because of it? I got like one. Hell nice. yeah. That's more than I've gotten in years. Yeah. There is part of me that, like, I see how well some of that content does. And there's part of me that always wants to sell out and just be like, hey, TikTok, what are your five favorite movies? I'll go first so that people can, like, stitch your thing and then make their own video talking about themselves. But you still get the hits back. And then people mm-hmm. see your video and you're the face that everyone sees when you open up the app sort of thing. And it's like, I, I just don't know if I want to be the, hey, uh, let's all do an icebreaker prompt sort of thing. Yeah, like, I mean, you how know, could you sleep it feels bad. I couldn't. <laughs> I already don't. Well, you know what the sad reality is, is that, um, well, this is going to be an embarrassing. People love that shit. Yeah, I know they do. And and you know what? Like, this is an embarrassing thing, but I was curious because when Zach and I started with the cold cuts thing and we were, I was kind of looking at YouTube and I was like, how can we pump the numbers a little bit? And who do you look towards if you want to be fucking, who's got the numbers pumped on YouTube? I don't know. I have no idea. It's fucking Mr. Beast, dude. That guy is, is a, he's like goblin mode like the dude is ridiculous i don't i've never seen a single mr beast video how does he have, I have not either how does he I've, have like he has like 200 million subscribers on youtube i've watched one and it's like it's bad i don't know how he's that popular I, I don't get it well that's the thing is that i looked him up and actually his wikipedia page if you haven't read it is it's quite interesting i have not I would recommend it because the part of it is that he's he's apparently, according to several people who have worked with him off camera, extremely critical and harsh and like a borderline bully because he's like a perfectionist. Like he wants things to get like crazy accurate when he's filming things, which is crazy. But I think he's like fucking Stanley Kubrick and he's making like videos about dude, jelly beans and stuff. I think he has <laughs> I think he has more money than Kubrick ever had in his life, honestly. Well, I think he has more money than like everybody. I think that he's on track to be like the first YouTube billionaire. I think it's possible, but what it says on his page is that part of the reason that his his business model is so successful is that he uses the three most popular things on YouTube, which are internet challenges, which is what you made mention of, guest appearances, which is what we're doing right now, and reaction videos. So those are like the three things that he does, and all of those things just are uh, 
huge, <laughs> huge hits on YouTube, I guess. But you're right, it's Unreal. fucking and cringe. He does like, like I don't want to do that shit. He does like a game show that's like uh, Gen Z, The Price is Right. Where he just goes, uh, I'll give you $6,000 if you just uh, fall to the floor and uh, lick the floor. And someone goes, yeah, I want $6,000. Hey, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Would you kill a man? And he goes, yeah, I would kill a man. And you get $6,000. It's like fucking crazy. Come on down! (laughs) Seriously. And dude, the other thing about that guy, I have never seen... You know how people smile with their eyes? Like, it, yeah, like when yeah. somebody like when somebody's smiling for real, you can tell that they're smiling because even if you cover their mouth like in a photo, yeah, yeah. you can mm-hmm. still see their eyes are doing like the whatever. Just go 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 look at a photo of Mr. Beast. Go look at a photo of him Never where, he's, he, where he's he, smiling and he just cover his cover smile. his mouth. Yeah. And just you it gives you a glimpse into the madness. Like he is just I don't even think he's ever smiled, honestly. He's just He's got this like very scary dead eye about him. I'm Can doing it here. It? I'm doing it now. <laughs> it's yes. It's seriously <laughs> every photo bad. of Mr. Beast. It's seriously Jesus Christ. It's fucking horrifying. He looks man. dead on the inside. It's very scary to me. I can't imagine why. <laughs> I can't imagine why. But I dude. didn't even know who he was, and I would make a couple like TikTok videos, and people would like, especially when I had more facial hair, people would be like, "You kind of look like Mr. Beast, bro," and I would be like, "I, I have no yeah, idea who that is." Yeah, time, yeah, to, time shave. to shave. Yeah. Um, what's weird about him also is that like some of these other really big YouTubers who I think I'm a little too old to be watching anyway. Yeah. I don't see him reference the same way I see people like reference Germa all the time. And I've never watched mm-hmm. a Germa video, but I know who don't he is. Who I know is. what he looks like. Have you ever heard of him? No. I think I he's a, what is his name? He's a streamer. I he's think. a streamer, right? Yeah. I think he's a YouTuber. Man, what are we YouTuber? doing hosting a podcast about like internet culture? We don't know who fucking anybody is. <laughs> what does it matter? Because we're normal people that are like looking in the inside from the outside. You don't want these people that it's are looking true. at the inside from the inside. They're insane. They're psychopaths. That's true. And I didn't know who any of these people were up until like six months ago when I like got on Twitter. It's just like. All of, now, all of a sudden, it's like a constant barrage of people I've never heard of and will never care about, but they're like at the forefront. Of it's like I, I still don't understand how PewDiePie got such a big following because when I heard the name PewDiePie, I just imagined like a guy in his thirties making weird noises while he played "I Want to Be the Guy" or I think some that's shit what like it that. Is I think that's, that's it's like you just make you make your content for is. children. You make you're you're just like the most insufferable person. <laughs> And then maybe one day you go, oh, I can just talk in a normal voice now. I'm just going to do just a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And you're just. It's true. I always just assume like PewDiePie was just like Barney for like, (laughs) you know, kids. And then all of a sudden he goes from You're right. He goes from being like Barney to like people are like, oh, he's the savior of the white race. Like, what the Uh, fuck is going on? What is happening, man? What is happening? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Some of these YouTubers are crazy, man. Like, uh. I've been lucky enough to like bump some shoulders with like some of these guys, not not PewDiePie or anybody that we just did. You, but like, did you know who Vouch was before you had him on your show? No, I didn't, and and it's I didn't I did not know who he was. Uh, Most of the people that we've had on our show, and I'm usually pretty straight up with them. I've never heard of them before we had him on, but uh, but some some of them, most of them have been really cool. We've had a couple, you know, a couple doozies, but we've had uh, like yeah, they were both on one episode. I think interacting with him. Uh, wait, who were they? 
Oh, these YouTube guys, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who are you referring to? But yeah, no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you guys have been great. Um, honestly, Vosh, like, despite all of the, I know he gets he gets a lot of shit online because I think he said some he's had some goofy boy takes uh, online, yeah, yeah, uh, which is to be expected from a political streamer. And then, uh, but he's he's super friendly. And then, um, Frank Jabsy, nicest guy, dude. We just had Trey the Explainer on, like, coolest fucking dude, like. All these guys have been really, really cool. So that's been nice. Yeah. I don't know who Trey the Explainer is, but I think we've been like talking for uh, the past three or four years of the possibility of getting Frank Jab C on. I still yeah. don't really. I think I listened to like one of his songs once and I was like, yeah, this is cool. I Whatever. I think he also does YouTube shit, right? Yeah. Frank Frank is funny because he's kind of a he's kind of a jack of all trades. He does a ton of stuff with a with a focus in music. Um, he's a really talented beat maker and musician. And I didn't realize this until I was talking to him. Actually, I was talking to him last night and he, I didn't even know this, but do you guys know what Simpson wave is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, yes. He, he was like one of the forerunners of Simpson wave. Like, I think he made the first viral video, it, like with like a Simpson wave. <laughs> like, yeah. Flavor. Yeah. And I, yeah, think I know he, we've talked about that on the show at some point before, like about it, the appeal of Simpsons wave. It's really fascinating, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. Frank's a really cool guy. Um, Trey the Explainer is super cool too. He's a, it, totally got to plug his YouTube channel. He does like all. He has like video essays all about dinosaurs and cryptids and unsolved ancient mysteries and like uh, crazy stuff like that. Which is okay. which is like Zach and I. All we do, it, all of our episodes, just devolve into us talking about dinosaurs and fossils and, and animals. So having him Dude, on it, bro. Bro, <laughs> what if what if there was a cryptid with three yeah. titties? That's like that's pretty much it. But you got to do this too. He's like, yeah, he does. yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that all those guys are really cool. That trade episode was really that was a fun one because we did just talk about because he's actually I think he studies the shit. So it was pretty much us just being like, so is he a is cryptozoologist? Kind of. He has some videos where he well he mostly debunks the shit. But he has videos on like Mothman and the Flatwoods Monster and like the New Jersey Devil and all shit like he that. He would be yeah. a good guest uh, for um, Mega Strange. I feel for a like. second I thought you meant Thought Cops. Oh, oh yeah. He, oh, well, maybe definitely for Thought Cops. Yeah, yeah. You should you should link up with that guy. He was he was really cool and and put up with like the cold cuts bullshit. You know, like I think we were. <laughs> uh, he 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 was a good sport. He was really cool, but um, yeah. Speaking yeah. of cold cuts here, I do want to ask you. You guys uh, just yeah. launched a Patreon recently, is that right? We did, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah, we la- we launched a Patreon uh, where you can get early access to comics, access to bonus comics, uh, bonus episodes of Cold Cuts podcast. We switched from uploading two a week to YouTube to now we do one episode on YouTube and one episode uh, for that's a Patreon exclusive. Um, okay. And we also are working on, well, we're also working on some other projects like animations and stuff that will be available to Patreon subscribers as well. Uh, so that, that was super fun. I was actually a little bit against Patreon, to be honest, before we started. Like, Zach and I had been toying with the idea, and I was kind of like, eh, I don't know, because I just had never used it. I wasn't really familiar with the platform, but um, it is really cool. Oh, and the other really cool part is that if you're if you're a member of the Patreon, you get invited to the Cold Cuts Discord, which has been 
super fun. Like that. That's probably been my yeah, favorite I gotta, feature. I want to donate to you guys and jump into your Discord. It's great. Uh, yeah, I know you, uh, uh, resident wanted fugitives wick the editor is uh in that discord as well okay, he's and in every discord they, uh, One yeah. time he made fun of <laughs> i was i'm in the majority report discord which i like never even use or look at or anything like that uh-huh. he was laughing at me and then i was like yeah i just like you know i join him and then i don't really you know do whatever and he's like well yeah, actually, I'm like a member of like one to two hundred discords. Oh and I'm just like, what? like, and he just goes through and he just like posts link to links to Thought Cops videos. And I'm like, I, I thank you. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that works, man. I don't know if it I works either. Uh, the Zwick can probably vouch for the fact that pretty much most of my interactions in the Discord. Well, it's not true, but uh, almost every day when I'm posting in the Discord is like. Uh, somebody will be like, oh, can you add this channel or make this edit or something like tech related? And I'm like, uh, can you guys show me how to do that? Like, I do not know how I'm like terrible with discord. I'm basically a boomer. Like, I just don't know how to do it. So were we until set up our discord. (laughs) So, uh, God bless him. Uh, yeah, dude's a lifesaver. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, the, 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 the Patreon's been super cool. Oh, and then. Oh, well, just last thing about the Patreon, also part of the, um, the, uh, being a patron is you get, um, you get physical content from Zach and I as well. Yolo Swag and Beetle Moses merchandise sent to you. Are you still you. calling those physical NFTs? Physical NFTs. Some of them are physical NFTs. You actually do get, uh, one of the tier rewards you do get, uh, a card from the Cold Cuts Multiverse set, um, you get, which is the card set that Zach and I just released. But also at certain levels, you get prints, custom doodles from both of us that are mailed right to your door. So, yeah, that's been really fun. And also just I love the idea of having like a little community. You know what I mean? It's just fun. to it's have cool. the same faces. I mean, like, I yeah, I think that's one of the best things that's come out of this show by far has been like the community that's built around it. And like I mm-hmm. said, if you haven't joined the Discord server, I highly recommend it. It's pretty active. People are in there like every single day, all hours of the day talking sure. about uh god knows what i'm gonna join that's awesome you should uh we'll send you a we'll send you a link send to me an that. invite yeah absolutely um yeah that's awesome discord i think like i i was kind of like isn't that what like neckbeards use and <laughs> that's that like was mass like, that's like what mass shooters yeah, use and, to like it, plan it, attacks in highland and, park illinois and every time i like open discord on the train i'm like i hope nobody like sees that i'm on discord yeah you know? uh, and I and I, Zach was like, no, 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 it's fresh, it's fresh. And I was like, okay, okay. And then if you say so, Zach. And yeah, and actually, I will say it is really cool. It's a, it's like a, it's like a souped up group chat that you can do all kinds of. You can do so much wacky shit on there. Like uh, you can add little bots that, like, um, like I, I was playing like a, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign uh, before I was like really familiar with Discord that had like a bot that like roll dice for you and came up mm, with yeah. shit and like it like it's it's crazy how much freedom you have on there it's very cool. right yeah yeah one of our one of our listeners a uh, serial law bear set up a bot in our discord it does a number of things um <laughs> mm-hmm. if somebody says uh die or kill or anything like that a little minecraft icon book appears below it it's like you know <laughs> in minecraft you can say whatever you want get I, got, yeah. <laughs> I got surprised earlier today i i can't remember we were in the politics channel and I was, someone said something, and let me, let me just try and find it I real saw quick. that you said, like, something about Led Zeppelin was the least yeah, racist so, among us. I'm shocked that you guys even have a politics channel. That just seems, like, so dangerous. 
it's it's pretty solid it's pretty good it's probably one of the few good safe politics places on the internet (laughs) okay uh it's this retweet of so basically someone posted this uh io nutrunner posted this to the politics channel um the original tweet says i'm not racist i have two mixed race grandchildren and a black dog and blah 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 blah. and someone says i'm not racist because i have a black dog is a new one i have to say and uh i said led zeppelin is the least racist among us in that case and the serial code obeyer bot said did someone say among us us? just and i like i I was like sitting on the couch like after work and i just like threw my phone in the (laughs) air i was like holy shit that popped up so fast i didn't know someone could do that that, that is but crazy. it was a ro- it was a freaking robot a robot it was an imposter it, they fucking dun, dun, got here i think dun, my dun, my dun. favorite bot feature though is anytime so i know we've talked about this on the show before grant already knows what it is well i have we, i have a couple guesses but we had so like years ago beginning of quarantine grant myself and our friend nico streamed on twitch for like eight hours straight and it devolved into watching like family guy funny moments on youtube and like commenting on them and we got we got stuck on one in particular and it was uh it was when peter is it's a flashback and he's like oh i haven't been this embarrassed since the time i went to that museum and it cuts and he's like a little kid and he's at the uh the museum there's dinosaur skeletons and everything Mm -hmm. around and then uh no i don't know if this was the teacher the museum curator he asks this question to and he goes why did all the dinosaurs die out? And the guy just, he turns to Peter Griffin and he goes, because you touch yourself at night. <laughs> and then we like, we sat there like losing our minds over this clip, debating yeah. on like who this guy was, what this were his like intentions. We, we haven't talked to other people in weeks because we're in lockdown. And then we just watched Family Guy and our fucking brains melted. And we're just that like, no, he so says, good. He, he doesn't say uh, because you touch yourself at night. He says, because you touch it. And it's like, no, the emphasis is not on you. The emphasis is on night. We were... And Kevin's like, no, 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 no. He says it straight. <laughs> he says it flat. He says it panned. And it's just, he's because you touch yourself at night. And I was, was like, no, like, no, I think no. We were like, we were bordering on like getting into an actual argument. <laughs> like I felt. absolute like, hysteria. Like, we like, like Nico had to like step in and be like, okay, this, you guys are getting too mad about this. But then, no, the bot in our in our server. Anytime someone says "why," and they say ask a question, "why?" the little the little uh, react appears below it, and it's the guy's face from Family Guy, where he says, "Because you touch yourself at night." That's classic. It's amazing. It's amazing what Discord can do, man. It's truly incredible. Computers yeah. are cr- computers are amazing. They are amazing, and it's on it's on your on your phone. You just have it. It's in on your these pocket. glass it's rectangles that we have in our pockets mirror. that sometimes explode. Absolutely. You know, Harris, I'm listening to you talk about all this stuff, and I gotta say, I am amazed at how quick you've assimilated to all this, because <laughs> every time you're like, I didn't know what any of this stuff was, like, ten months ago, and, right. like, now yeah. you're, like, you're, like, more in tune than, like, most people I know, and, like, you oh, know God. all the ins and outs. No, it feels terrible. I've, like, completely shaved ten years off my life from all of the brain yeah, damage awful, that I've taken. I believe it. Yeah. There's, it's just, like, it's, it's being, on, being online, like, trying to establish a career online is just this, it's, like, all-encompassing. Like, it's just all of a sudden becomes... I'm I'm thinking of like everything that I see when I'm walking around. It's like I'm thinking about some meme. Yeah, how am I gonna spin this? Yeah, what's a good tweet for this? Yeah, it's serious. Well, yeah, I think also my current um, my current 
like expectation of myself for output is probably a bit much like i'm I'm posting a new comic every day which is uh it's it's a lot like it's like i, I it's, yeah seriously it's been great like it's been really fun and i'm still this is what i would this is what i do, would do if i had all the money in the world i would be drawing right. it's just what i love to do but yeah um but it's like i i think um some sometimes i think what happens is like i'll sit down especially or if i'm if i'm going on a walk like sometimes when I go on a walk outside, I'll have like five or six ideas like all at once. And I'm like, oh, these are so great. And I'll write them down in my notes app. But then I get to a point where I've drawn through everything and I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, fuck, man, I don't it's have a bad shit feeling. to draw. Yeah, I don't I can't think of anything funny to draw right now. And um, sometimes that's, I feel right now like that's where I'm at, like where I'm just like I have been drawing so much. It's like just pouring my brain onto the paper that I'm starting to feel like I could probably t- slow it down a bit, like really. I was going to say every day is like an insane output. That's a lot to put on yourself, I, right. it's, but it is, it is fun. Like at the end of the day, I do have a really good time doing it. And like, I think that's, there's something about, um, to probably get like, like maturing and, and become like getting older and kind of establishing yourself as a business, like, and being your own boss is probably, having discipline and knowing when you your level of production is actually like toxic for yourself harris do you have a day job i don't i'm not i don't want you to say what it is but if you have one i'm kind of no 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 yeah right now i'm doing this full time so that's awesome um that's crazy which which has been great like i i never would have i mean i'm already extremely humbled and grateful about like how things are how have been going like it's been amazing um did you have a day job before this then you like started to get success and you quit i i did yeah actually i was um that's pretty much what happened i i i actually i actually had kind of a a major like turning point like a a, a couple years back that i kind of started to like look at my life a little bit differently um this isn't really like funny but i could tell it doesn't you that's fine. This this is, right. uh, none of the talk show first yeah none of the episodes are funny i always say this is a talk show first and then a comedy show all right that's peripherally. Fair. i um i had a i had a i had a friend of mine pass away uh oh, sorry here it, well thank you i i uh it hit me really hard when i found out of course and then i don't know i think it kind of like triggered this um weird like epiphany that i my my friend had passed away and mostly when we were keeping in touch, like, I, of course, like you always look back and you're like, I didn't keep in touch as much as I should have with this person. Right. We right, didn't live yeah. in the same state. But when we were talking, we were um, mostly talking about basketball. Both of us watched basketball and I would hit him up and be like, if like, like if my team was playing his team, we would be talking about that or sharing memes or shit like that. And I like he died. And it sounds like such a trivial, like stupid thing. But I was like, dude, he's not going to watch basketball anymore. Like He's not going to see anything that's yeah. happening anymore. And then it turned into this larger thing where I was kind of just like, damn, he's like, I mean, that's dying is crazy, man. Like everything that you were, everything that he was ever going to make and see and do exists. That's it. It's done. You know what I mean? Which is right. like a really morbid and sad way of looking at it. But it also kind of just made me think like I was working this full-time job working retail and I was actually making decent money as like a retail manager but I hated my life. Like I was driving like an hour to and from work. Oh, uh, hated, hated being there. Uh, my coworkers were chill, I guess, but it's just like, I, if you're, if you're a creative person and you're not working a creative job, you basically want to put a 
bullet in your head. Like it's just terrible. If you don't have a kind of outlet, you know, cause like I, I've worked several different day jobs over the course of like this show, but like, there's a lot of times where I'm like, at least I have this, you know, I kind of have this thing and I do other stuff too. And like, I yeah. know a lot of comedians and stuff like who live here in Chicago, who they have their day jobs or their temp jobs and stuff, but like everybody's like living for those moments of like when I can actually do the thing that makes me feel alive. Uh, yeah. And which is great. And I think what's great about what you guys have been doing is like the consistency, like the fact that you guys have committed to this and that you're, you're still putting out great content oh, is like, you. that's what's important, right? Like that you're actually doing something that you like doing me. And this is my own, this is a shortcoming of mine is I think I have a very, this is something that I've, I'm like still grappling with, but I have a very all or nothing attitude about things where I'm like, yeah. I'm like, if I'm working this job full time, I get home and I'm like, I don't want to do anything anymore. Like that's it. Right. Like, I'm exhausted. I don't want to do anything. And so I was going long periods of time without drawing, without painting, without doing anything creative. And then I think I just needed that little bit of reassurance when I hit the Twitter scene and things seemed to be like, so like I got like a good reaction to those first few comics that I posted mm -hmm. and um and I was like you know what I got some money saved up I'm doing this like let me just fucking do it and uh that's it the rest is history yeah and I mean of course I'm still not where I want to be but I am and things are stressful where, where, right where like, do you I'm, where do you want to be I want to be um I would, well, I would love, I think what, what Zach and I both see as, as like a short term end goal is I know that both of us would like to be writing our own show, like creating our own, oh, uh, that, like man, animated that series, which would be great. Yeah. I mean, that would just be awesome. So hopefully cold cuts will serve as like a segue for us to both hone our skills in animation and writing and stuff that, and I think what's great about Zach and why I love working with him is that he cracks me up and I think, I hope that he thinks I'm funny too. <laughs> I assume that he thinks that too. Seems so, like it. so we just like work really well together. So I think, um, that, that would just be a dream, but in general, just like, I don't have any official background or schooling in art or writing or anything like that. So I think maybe just to prove to myself to be able to pivot what I'm doing right now into like a sustainable career uh is that's that's the goal that's what i would like to do yeah, yeah. like i had a brief period it's so like I, I i mentioned on the show i i was unemployed for a while i'm employed now i'm thankful to have that job but there was a time i got laid off from my last job back in june mm -hmm. and it was like completely unexpected like a bunch of the company got laid off and that i was sucks. like at first i'm like i'm like what am i gonna do you know but I also had a lot of money saved up. I got some severance pay for getting laid off. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't look for a job for maybe like a month, month and a half. And like during that time, it was like, I kind of did what I wanted to do. I, I worked on shit for Thought Cops. I worked on shit for Hard Drive. I was just like working on other stuff, just like thinking of and like just and just also relaxing in mm -hmm. between everything. And like, just that's like so important. And I feel like that's so overlooked and just like everybody's, you know, like, I mean, even even one of those things, too, where like even doing artistic endeavors sort of uh, like you're talking about Harris, like that can in and of itself be draining. And sometimes in order to like be able to do more, sometimes you almost have to take a step back and like allow for your brain to breathe so that you can then like come back to it like fresh again you know sort of thing it's true sometimes um, but, it, it's funny because no one's gonna remind you to like like 
put your work down and actually live your life. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's, and I think that's, that's the hardest part for me is that sometimes I like, because it's all so recent for me, I'm totally still figuring out how to be my own boss and not overwork myself, but also still put out an output that I'm proud of. But, uh, yeah. Who knows if I'll ever figure it out? Like, I'm not sure, but I got faith in you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Cause like that, like that, that brief like taste of having that life for a bit, it was just like, all right. Yeah. I, I want to like, I got to get my life back on track, but this is what I want to eventually be doing, yeah. you know, in some way, some form, somehow, because it feels good. You know, my, and my output was like, it felt like once I got in that rhythm, my output was like nothing I'd had like been on before dude when you were writing like like your output when you were writing for are you still writing for hard drive i do i do yeah i i think i have like one coming out like next week but like unfortunately i i kind of hit like a and like it happens like it happens with a lot of stuff but you know i i think that once i kind of hit the rhythm and then i kind of like had to focus on some other stuff yeah i get get my life in order it wasn't as like that's instantaneous anymore and that's like a scary thing to happen like no matter even if it's like fucking as dumb as like a tweet or something or whatever it's like when you kind of lose that um that momentum and at first like because you kind of realize you're like okay i'm starting to become a little bit worn down i'm Mm -hmm. maybe getting a little little bit burnt out i should probably stop but if i do stop it's going to be hard to pick back up to where i was for sure yeah i mean even i i did take a like a week-long vacation i just went i went out of the country with my uh with my girlfriend for a week, which was very nice. Actually, like I think leading up to it, like up until like a couple weeks before we were leaving town, I was like, Oh my God, I'm not going to be able to draw. I'm not going to be able to post. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Just like my eyes were twitching. I was just like, you know, and then I think like, it's like withdrawal, man. I felt really weird about it. And then I had a couple just like, well, this is the other side of it is that then having like, you know, an audience on Twitter, it then also, it opens the doors for, for idiots, right? Like now you have like like the the crazy people in your mentions and saying things that are just like dumb and and make you like not it's not it's not hurtful, it's not the right word, but when you have people that are just like misinterpreting shit that you're posting or putting out yeah, yeah, and it's bound sure. to happen, it's just it, it just becomes like exhausting. I was and I had like two or three run-ins like that in like a week's time. And I think when that happened, I was just like all right, I am so ready for a vacation right now. Like, I just do not want it because I love drawing, but I, I fucking hate Twitter sometimes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, that's I think that part one sucks. thing that sort of helped me with that because I do, I I do have that part of my brain that when I see someone being very proudly stupid, I <laughs> have to come at them with a hammer, you know? Yeah. A Minecraft hammer, not in real life, but like <laughs> yeah. a Minecraft hammer. I see it and I'm just like, I you you know how stupid you're being like it's like shoving like a dog's face in like the shit that it made to be like look look at it and see what you did see (laughs) the mess that you made sort of thing and i have like such a thing with that like but i also feel like that's like a toxic trait that has like really infiltrated too much of my psychic time that i should be spending on other things and uh, like one thing that i heard someone say who i followed for a while who's like pretty successful in his own right was Mm -hmm. said something along the lines of like uh like 
you don't have to read every comment and you don't have to respond to everything at all times sort of thing. It gets hard when it's like people making like personal attacks and shit like that, you know, where you can't ignore some things. But like I've definitely like trying to let go of things a little more has been something I've been trying to do so that I'm like focusing on things that I need to focus on because otherwise I'm just arguing on Twitter and it's just like it's not worth I'm not going to change this person's mind. I might feel a little better for a little but then I wasted an afternoon. I know. Doing I know. This shit, and meanwhile, you know? the, the dishes are piling up. The apartment's getting messy. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what am I doing? Yeah, I know. I mean, I catch myself spending too much on Twitter all the time. Right? Like just scrolling through threads of just a ton of idiots. Like like two people fighting and they're both wrong. You ever witness that on Twitter? Yeah. And you're just like, oh my God, I hate both of these people. Yeah. They're both so annoying. Like it's a... Uh, yeah, that, that part's terrible about Twitter, and it really does reel you in. So it's it's kind of like Jerry Springer, you know. It absolutely, yeah. but it's is in your like little that. phone. It is in your little phone. Yeah, it's just a it's. It, but I think what's depressing sometimes about it is like when I see somebody saying something dumb, I don't even get mad about it, or I I'm just like I cannot believe people like this exist, like yeah. that they're out there. But that's what it's a reminder of constantly but they are out there but speaking of twitter uh grant what is this what is this about shower discourse you've been wanting to talk about oh yeah what uh, is that? this uh this took me by surprise i gotta look it up real quick but basically um there was a tweet um that sent set a lot of people off about showering um no is this it, this is worse than the uh boiling an egg discourse this is on the same um level i can't so the person that tweeted it um has taken it down uh, or not taken it down yeah taken it down and locked their account um hmm. crap so i can't find it here it is oh wait um, i think i, I might it. know what you're talking about yeah, yeah so let me i got i got it pulled up here i'll read it um it says showering is the worst you mean i i've got to clean this body again has it been rolling in the mud no it's been checking emails and watching netflix it is now unpresentably filthy stand in this loud wet box and confront your mortal vessel you can't even play a phone game if you don't, and then the second tweet is, if you don't feel this way, that's wonderful. Everyone deserves to enjoy the care tasks that keep them going. To my fellow ADHDers, disabled oh, folks, okay. and other who <laughs> feel this is a little too hard. It's not just you. There's no shame in struggling with care tasks. And it's like, again, wow. my thing is, I get it. And uh, it's like the it's like the egg thing. Like, we, we talked about the boiling an egg thing. We get that not everybody has the capability to do everything that everyone does. How And at, at the same time, like, there's part of me that's like, yeah, this was like a a Seinfeld bit, too. Like, Seinfeld had the thing about, oh, if, if your body was a car, it would you wouldn't buy that car because all the clipping and the cutting and the maintaining and the washing and the drying, like you wouldn't want it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this is sort of like a little bit of that sort of thing, but it's also like another one of those, like, Hey, adulting's hard. Right. And so it's like Harris is talking about. It's just like from every angle, I'm angry at somebody for something. (laughs) And the fact that this is now like a legitimate discourse that's been going on for days is just like, "Ah, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I need to not look at this anymore. Yeah, no, that sounds, that's, that's bad. <laughs> and then that's as great. usual, they turn it like, and again, not trying to be ableist here, don't know the full story, but it's always comes back to like, oh, I have a disability. 
Yeah. You know, it's it's like I don't know, man. It just, <laughs> it's you're, just you're wading baffling. into some dangerous territory, but I feel you. I yeah. don't know what you're saying, man. Like the yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man. Some of this Twitter discourse. I I just got accused. Okay, I just got accused of being anti-Semitic. Me, me, well, me. Beetle Moses, dude. I'm Jewish. <laughs> I'm I'm Jewish. I'm well within my right to make a Jewish joke if I need if I need to. And it was like light. It wasn't even a Jewish joke. It was like, yeah. I basically posted this, um, yeah, let's not even get into it. It's just going to serve to make me upset. But I, I was like, yeah, that's fine. I, uh, I, I was like, I was like, why, why do people do that? Why do people just throw the, people just get like, they say, they say whatever online, man. They don't even, they don't even think. Some of the dumbest it. crap I have ever seen. <sighs> it's, it's crazy too, because I always, in my head, I try and do this more and more. And I don't think that it's an effective technique, but it makes me feel better about the way that I engage with all this stuff is if I was sitting face to face with a person that had said some of these things, like how would I naturally react to them saying that, you know, and so many people, it's like, I feel like so many people have felt slighted all their lives and have like bad issues with family and friends and, you know, authority figures where they they've wanted to say this one thing their entire and they hold on to it and they grip onto it. And it's like, listen, just because I said something about, hey, can you cook an egg doesn't mean that the one person has to find the one excuse and the one fault and like, well, you know, one person can't cook. And it's just like, they've been holding on to it for so long. And my thought process is always like, I would never do that in a normal conversation. If someone was like, I would just maybe politely suggest something. Or if someone was being like a asshole, I would be like, I don't really want to talk to you, but it, it's this weird, like, combative nature that people just constantly have where they just constantly have to pick apart everything and just be the world's biggest pedants at yeah. all points in time. And it's just like, if you were talking to someone like that in a group of people, everyone would be like, hey, shut up. Like, <laughs> yeah, I get true. that there's that sometimes that can serve as like cover to people who are being, you know, genuinely pretty bad. But like, there's ways that you can and can't address it. And there's, there's so many times where it's just like, I, this conversation would not happen in real life this way. No. If you want to bring up something, certain topics, you wouldn't do it in this way to just like happen at all. That yeah. would not happen at all. Yeah. No, I mean, people get, uh, I was just talking to Zach. I was talking to Zach about how I wish that we, everybody would go back to flip phones because then you remember like, if they wanted to type something, they would have to be like four 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 three 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 yeah. five 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 six 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 six. You know what I mean? Like like, yeah. to, to, and, and it would just make everybody shut up, and you couldn't like type all these like crazy. Yeah, we need long. to inconvenience a lot of dumb fucking people. It's true. It needs to be harder to speak your mind online because then only the people that really need to say something. We'll, we'll, we'll try. Right. Yeah. They'll go through it. It's like, this is, this means a lot to me. I have to say it. It's going to be super cumbersome and annoying to have to hit the buttons over and over to type three words. But you know what? The world must know. But with these fucking <laughs> smartphones, it's just like, no, nobody has to know about how you stink. You smell like <laughs> it's shit. true. Do you guys see the, uh, like, you God, don't have to tell do, us. We know. Why do I, any time around you. Why do I feel like we talked about this on our, on the podcast that we did on cold cuts? I, well, Maybe not, but did, have you guys ever seen that, like, 
this like iconic thread that I was like, I think it was on 4chan and this guy posted and he was like getting ready for another great night and he's holding up Mad Max Fury Road on Blu-ray. But that's like the most unremarkable part of it. Like his his thumb is like this massive like ogre thumb, and then in the, and then you can just see behind the DVD or behind the Blu-ray disc that his his room, which is looks like he's living in like a dungeon, and there's just this like <laughs> like this like flimsy mattress on the ground and just like debris and empty boxes all around, and like the thread is just like, dude, what? what Wait, what? What? What is this? <laughs> what is going on? Uh, Bitch, I you feel live like, like this? <laughs> yeah, literally, and it's one of those like reverse Google image search, like no results found, and you're like, <laughs> no fucking way, dude. Uh, some of the some of the funniest shit out of the internet comes from like people posting some like a picture <laughs> of something, and then the zoom in. What, what else is going on? Yeah, in that wait, room, what you know? is this? Yeah, the, un, the unintentional. Like, I'm super conscious of that when I take any photo <laughs> now because I'm like, I, I, I can't risk something being like zoomed in on. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always I don't care worried if about fucking that. like loose socks sitting out. Like, no. Yeah, no. Right. I, people, I never people are like. Oh, I bet you come in that sock. I'm like, nope. <laughs> no. Or like, you know what? My least favorite thing is is when you take like a, a selfie in the mirror or something like that, or you just take a picture and there's like a mirror in the background and someone has to go. uh, Oh, did you clean your mirror? Oh, oh you, that's uh, class. Your mirror? damn it. I know. I, I today I was like um like I I separately I got I got a I got Fruity Loops studio working on my computer, which I was nice. very proud of today. I had to pirate it. And then I tried to I was like figuring it out for like Who's eight gonna hours. pay money for Fruity Loops Studio in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two? But listen to this. I was talking to Frank Jeff C about it. And he said that he posted a video where he talked about how he pirated Fruity Loops and he got a fucking cease and desist letter in the mail that told him he needed to like remove it. And basically, I think they forced him to like pay for Fruity Loops or something like that. Well, Zach or Harris, I hope you got some money saved up. Yeah, I know. I was like, but anyway, I got it working and I, I made this little like beat on my computer. I was like, oh, this is cool. And I like took a video of it on my phone, just like looping on my computer to send and as soon as i sent it i actually sent it in the discord and i was immediately aware of like holy shit my computer looks like trash like it's like i have like dust and hair and like cookie crumbs <laughs> and like just like fucking smegma and all this crazy shit cake on my computer i was like, <laughs> that, the, I was like you should probably it. clean that at least <laughs> yeah, it's like i was like i probably should have just exported the song and then sent it that way instead of it. anyway <laughs> uh yeah, all that shit. I just like I tried not to post anything about my life because I'm so. Wor- I'm also, dude. You know who scares the shit out of me? I love this guy, but I'm also like, dude. Th- this is Jigsaw? like, th- th- yes, that's that. But honestly, this dude scares me more than like the whole AI art thing. I know people are petrified about that, dude. Have you seen this guy who is like, uh, playing GeoGuessr and guessing what city I'm in, looking at point zero one seconds of a blade of grass or something. I like have that. seen you know, that. Have you seen this dude? Yeah. They, like he's playing this game called GeoGuessr, where they go- they drop you in Google Maps, like on Street View, somewhere random in the world, and you have to like look around and be like, hmm, what country am I in? Like, let me look for a license plate. Let me see how the people are dressed, like shit, like that. It's actually kind of a cool game. This dude. He literally looks at the screen and I, I'm telling you, he sees like a pile of dirt and he's just like, 
oh, this is Sri Lanka. And he just fucking like what clicks it and like, and he's like insane. And I'm like, dude, if these type of dudes exist out there, what if I'm just like posting shit where I'm like, oh, going on a walk. And they're like, oh, that, that cumulus clouds he must be in the southern hemisphere like he must be in the fuck like you know what i mean like i'm like fucking that terrified was um that, that was like do y'all remember uh shia labeouf's uh i was just thinking yeah, that, yeah. harris are you familiar with this what? no what is this back in like so, 2016 right back in 2016 um you may have heard of this we had a we had this guy that was president his name was donald john trump and yes, um I think a I lot of people yeah. i don't know if you, i don't know if you know about this guy or not, but a lot of people didn't like him. Yes. And uh, a controversial figure, a bit of a controversial guy. And um, Shia LaBeouf had made a flag uh, that said, uh, he will will not not divide divide us. us. Yeah. And uh, he played a game of capture the flag unwittingly played a game of capture the flag with uh, the website 4chan. Yes. Who kept finding the flag and stealing it. And then he would put it just like, in just like a a bunker somewhere, like mm-hmm. underground, he would be like, "I'm burying the flag underground so no one can take it down again." And they would just find it. They would be like, "Uh, the sediment in this is uh rust brown, and so this must mean that it's in Washington State." And like they would just find it. It's insane. I do remember that unfolding. That shit is so fucking crazy. Did you did you guys watch that Netflix documentary Don't Fuck with Cats? Did you ever see that one? Yeah, yeah, I did. Is that one? I think I've seen it. Yeah. The people on that one are also trying to hunt down this like serial cat murderer and they're they like They should have used 4chan. They should have, but they were literally doing that same shit where they're just like Right. Oh, that's he just posted this photo and there's like a Sitgo gas station and there's only 68 Sitgos in the northern hemisphere, so he must be in one of the It's like and they're like doing all this they're like working faster than the cops to like find this dude like, people are fucking insane online dude it's it's really scary honestly <laughs> well uh speaking of people being insane online i have another tweet that i want to get into because Let's this is it. almost like the uh the yin to the yang of the other tweet um this twitter user at chin chillazilla uh said Several guys moved in next door, students, I guess, and I've gotten two confused DoorDash drivers for them in the last week, and their trash can was completely overflowing with pizza boxes. I don't think they cook. I'm feeling such a strange motherly urge to feed these boys. Normal tweet, just like whatever. I just normal thing to say, yeah. Sure, whatever. Who cares? Twitter's just you just vomit your thoughts out and just whatever. When it feeds and then somebody, so, go ahead and say it. Yeah. So the yeah, follow-up uh, tweet was a uh, picture of some fried vegetables and uh, some some ground beef. Ground beef. Yeah. And she said, "I'm gonna do it," and got an insane amount of backlash for cooking for her neighbors, which is pretty pretty weird. Um, among some of the. Uh, some of the responses were, why don't you take that food and give it to the homeless? And she said, well, I could do that, but I'm not doing that right now. <laughs> it's just like, I, 
I just, I don't think that we're meant to, I think, you know, just, I think human anthropologists say that we're only supposed to be in groups of 150 people. I yes. think that you should only be able to interact with 150 people on Twitter. No. I, I think that that's true. I think that it's too, it's too much. It's and if any much. one of these people would have said anything to your tribe of 150 people, you would have just abandoned them somewhere in the desert and they would just have to, to find, stone them to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is insane. I, I saw that trending and I saw a couple people being like, Twitter user discovers basic human decency. And it's like, dude, why are you, why are you being a dick? Like, what is the, what is the point so, like, of that? Like, how, how do you know that, that they discovered that? Like, it's just like, there's so many questions. It's like, like, how do you know that this person doesn't do this all the time? Nobody knows anything because we're all looking at 140 characters. Right. And and also it's like, that. you know what it reminds me of is like, it's almost that it gives me that same vibe of like, you know, when, when you were like younger and people hated Justin Bieber and, and more, more so Ugh, than they hated I still hate him. Yeah, well, more, more, more than they hated Justin Bieber, they hated like. What are they called? The B-Bets? What are the, what are the fucking... I have no idea. Justin Bieber. Uh, the Beliebers. Beliebers. Thank you. Yeah, the, like, I feel like there was, like, a fucking... Like, everybody fucking hated Beliebers. And it's like, I look back on some shit like that, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, Beliebers? If I think of what was going on with people, like, kids, like, little girls who loved Justin Bieber at the time, that is so much less annoying than, like, most of the shit that I see online today. Like it, you know what I mean? It was just like a different oh, era. Oh God, yeah. It's, well, but it was cool time, to hate on them. It was cool to hate believers, and that's how I feel seeing shit like yeah this on Twitter, where it's like it's just cool to be a hater. Like it's just cool to fucking. It's hate true. I mean, on things. the on the other hand, uh, Justin Bieber visited the uh, Anne Frank Museum in <laughs> uh, Amsterdam and said, uh, "I wish that I bet that Anne Frank would uh, want to be a believer." Yeah, I remember she was that. still that was, alive, and that, that was, was wrong. That was pretty bad. I don't what, know. Was maybe. he wrong though? I was don't he know. Wrong? She may he said, "I I wish that Anne Frank was a believer." Was a believer. It was something like that. So was he wrong? No, I, that's I, don't very, know. I think that's very wholesome. He he that's wishes hilarious. that she was. Oh, someone who enjoyed his I'm just wonderful saying he music. Br- he brought it on himself. Was that is? Oh, it's I'm a saying. very fucking stupid thing to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the reaction to that. The reaction <laughs> people are going to have the reaction and be like, like, how dare you say something like that? How out of touch are you? But really, the proper reaction is to look at that and just be like, holy shit, this guy is like so dumb. Like, how I cannot believe. This kid is a millionaire. That's fucking He's crazy. trying to relate to the world in the way that he can. That's just hilarious. I, I mean, remember that's like that one of the smarter things somebody could say now, though, you know? <laughs> like That's true. I mean, even like back in the with the Logan Paul suicide forest thing, like that was pretty bad, too. Arguably oh much worse. I forgot about <laughs> like, that. <laughs> yeah. That, that, was, that shit crazy. happens like that all the time now. And it's every just, day, bro. And you just go like, well, oh God. It is what it is. I guess I got to participate in this society somehow. I wonder how yeah. I'll do it. It's Sucks. funny. It almost feels like Logan Paul has had this weird, like, public redemption arc by when he started doing the, the fighting thing. Because now I don't see people hating on him anymore. I just be, see people like, oh, yeah, he's going to stomp Floyd Mayweather. Some stupid shit. What is I, happening? What I, is this? I mean, I, I, I li- that stuff leaves me speechless. Like, what's up with these like, fucking, like, Disgraced it's so YouTube. annoying. The disgraced YouTuber who moves to boxing, and it's like all of a sudden we like them now. 
Like, do you think that these guys in a different era or like in a, just in a different timeline, they would have been like unbelievable, like PR people and for like businesses where they're, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, these like crazy people, you know, the dude who wrote the book, like, um, or he invented public relations. You ever heard of that guy? Isn't that a Nazi or am I thinking of propaganda? He, he did some insane shit. Wait, I don't know who invented this shit. I probably should have come correct. Edward Bernays. Okay. Uh, sounds familiar. Edward Bernays. He was, he's, he was a theorist. Like he, I think he's, I think his cousin was Freud. Yeah. Relative Sigmund Freud. Oh yeah. Oh, I, this is all, this is bringing back a lot of, uh, talk about a crazy yeah. family Thanksgiving. huh? Uh, well, I know, but you know what? It's not that crazy because he, he studied psychology and crowd psychology in particular and using that same like it's two sides of the same coin, like studying right. how people react in masses. He ended up writing the book on public relations and basically he like, like he became the father of PR as we know it now. And so it's like, you got to think about that. If you're able to like manipulate the masses and just realize how easily you can like just fall back into favor in the public eye. It's like, man, kind of you know what? The, the one thing I can say in this guy's favor, though, is he had to write a book. And nowadays, when people like get famous for shit, it's like you at least to write a book, you have to sit and you have to work and you have to like use your brain a little bit. And Logan Paul yeah. gets punched in the head and he just says some stupid shit. And we're like, well, <laughs> I guess he has no no reason not to say stupid shit because he's getting punched in the head all the time. It's a very good point. It's a good cop out. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Never no, speaking of, of uh, speaking of PR, I want to talk about one more thing here because yeah. there is one person who seems to bring a lot of bad PR on him and then he always seems to bounce back somehow or at least Elon still, Musk or at least still <laughs> keeps getting cast in movies. Uh, Chris uh, Pratt. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, now, as, yeah. we all, as we all know, yeah. Chris Pratt is playing Mario in the upcoming Super Mario Brothers movie. But I think we got him dead to rights this time, boys. I think this <laughs> might be this might this be the nail the in the coffin. We Dude. might never have to talk about this again. Uh, I want to read the headline here. It says, former Luigi actor John Leguizamo says Chris Pratt's Super Mario movie has, quote, backwards casting. It kind Damn. of sucks. Damn. Yeah. The movie sucks or the casting sucks? The casting the sucks. The casting sucks. Damn. Because as we all know, John Leguizamo was uh, Luigi yes. in the 1992, was it? Or yeah, was it earlier? Old movie. It's an old movie. It was somewhere around there. I think it might have even been 93, but he said, uh, he said, well, he calls it, so he's referring to the Mar the new Mario movie as a Mario movie reboot, which. Uh, oh, that's. That's a little. I would say that's a little like generous. To, a little, to a little presumptuous. That anyone <laughs> yeah. is anyone is thinking of that other. Does movie. he? Does he know about the games? Does he know? I don't think anyone who worked on that movie knew there was games. <laughs> I don't think so. That's crazy though. I he's it, that sounds like he's talking shit. Just to, yeah, yeah. So he says you know. here. Too bad they went all white. Uh, no Latin X or Latinx. I, I'm never. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Do you guys know? I, I believe it's Latinx. I think it's Latinx. Zach says Latinx, but I think he's <laughs> being cheeky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I also have heard that people that prefer to use that term, and that, that is a very um, 
that is a controversial term um, within the Latin community because I yeah. know that it's it's something having to do with like obviously uh, the gendering of languages and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And there were just like small pockets of like LGBT groups that like tried to get it to catch on, and not everybody like uh, goes along with it. But I think that people um, that don't like Latinx like will use like the term Latin A L A T I N E. Latin That's A is a sort of like degender Latin versus Latina versus Latino sort of thing. Interesting. Uh, well, listen, listen, no, listen, no, there's no one Hispanic in the new Mario movie. He says groundbreaking colorblind casting and original, uh, which is the one he was in. He says, plus I'm the only one who knows how to make this movie work script wise. Wait, he said all this. This is starting to sound like I'm about to go Defcon three on Italian people. <laughs> Wait, let, who, wait, John. That was what I first. That's what I. Yeah, I guess he's been. I'm, I'm looking back a little further, and uh, yeah, he's been like talking shit about this movie for a bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the the original tweet says, "So glad hashtag Super Mario Bros is getting a reboot. Obviously, it's iconic enough. Too bad they went all white. No Latinx in the leads. Groundbreaking colorblind casting in the original. Plus, I'm the only one who knows how to make this movie work script wise." Uh, yeah. I, I don't understand. What did he like reach out to them first and was like, "Yo, you guys are making a new movie. Say I think less." He's just an like, actor I'm on my with way. An inflated sense of ego. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, just, he just posted that on. Guy. He just posted that on Twitter and was just saw an opportunity to be like, you know what? Fuck this. I, I thought, yeah, I thought it was going to be a whole thing of like somebody was actually mad that like Chris Pratt is an Italian, but nope. Actually, nobody, he's nobody really gives Chris a Pratt is that. Mexican. Yeah. Which, uh, neither <laughs> is Mario. Or Luigi. Neither is Mario, yeah. Well, yeah, that's weird. You know what I would have liked to see, actually, is an all-Japanese cast, because the yeah. game is from Japan. I think that would have been kind of fun. That, yeah, I would have been down for that, or not anything at all, I guess. But the movie actually looks pretty decent. Um, I don't know, we, <laughs> yeah. talk, we, we talked about it at length more than once on the show, but um, I know. it's not I, that kind of show, but we yeah, talked about it anyway. My boyfriend Zach is very hype about that movie. He, uh, he, we, we talked at length about it on Cold Cuts when that trailer first dropped because mm-hmm. I think it was getting a lot of hate for the Chris Pratt thing. But we went on there and Zach was like, "Bro, this fucking trailer rules!" Like he like was so hype. It does. I think I'll, when I saw I'll it, I was. Zach. I was surprised how good it looked, like, visually. I think I didn't expect it to look... Oh, it looks great, yeah. It looks fantastic. And and I like... I love Jack Black, so I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah, It sounds great. I do agree that Chris Pratt is a miscast, but... uh, I did like your comic about the movie, Harris. Oh, thank you. With uh, the Penguins and uh, George Bush. Thank you. That was one of those that um, I was on a walk... It was the day after the trailer had just dropped and I was on a walk uh, yeah, yeah. and that and that literally had just like uh, like popped into my head, like the idea. And I sprinted home because I was like, I need to draw <laughs> this before somebody else draws. I was I thought somebody else would do it. Um, yeah. And I and I ended up. Put, but that's like very, it's very rare that I post something that's topical. I'm kind of bad about that. But uh, yeah, no, because like, I, I mean, I wanted to say earlier, but like that comic and other ones like i see your stuff come up organically all the time like that comic got posted in a group in a group chat with my friends back home and i was like oh my friend drew that they're like sure (laughs) that's awesome that's mad funny yeah yeah yeah. 
that one, of course, and this is just the way it goes. I didn't put my <laughs> insignia on it. I didn't put my signature on it because I was, I was like, this is a shit post. Let me just say it doesn't matter. It's not in my usual style anyway. And of course, that one has like circulated like like crazy. But it's fine. Like it's yeah, I wanted I drew it to it. circulate. I wanted people to see it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, anybody can claim it at this point. But uh, um, yeah, Elon I, Musk claims it. It's funny, yeah. When people tell me that, when people send me like, "Yo, my group chat just sent your drawing," and like, that's crazy. Like, they don't even they don't I, they don't know that I know you and stuff like that. It's always very heartwarming. Like, I, yeah, I don't know how the shit gets around. I don't know how it spreads, but uh, it's nice. It's just nice. The internet, man. Welcome. You, like I said, you've assimil- assimilated so quickly and just taken over, man. How long is it gonna I last? Guess. I have to. I, I have no <laughs> fucking clue. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> Well, now it sounds like Twitter's been shut down by the weekend. Apparently, tomorrow tw- Twitter will not exist anymore, and I will just post back. your post your comics on uh, Mastodon or whatever people oh, are claiming I, they're going to start using. Dude, you know what? It's like I actually did see people posting about Mastodon, and I have had it in my head where I'm like, you know what? Whatever the next up and coming platform is on social media, I'm not going to be the bitter fucking you know grandpa muppet that i usually am about new social media that's how i felt when i heard about tiktok as most mm-hmm. people our age did like i was like not me not, baby i'm not using that that sounds stupid and then and now it's the you, chinese it, literally <laughs> and then and then now it's actually like the biggest app like it people say that's like the only one that you can blow up on basically now and like now i'm like all right if another app comes around that's like a like going to be it's up and coming i'm going to jump in early because i'm not going to turn my nose up at it yeah but i downloaded mastodon could not figure out how to sign up like it's it's too complicated i never even looked into it i could not understand it it's like you don't just sign up with a username you have to sign up to like a specific channel and like it made no fucking sense to me i just could not do it. i think i made one like years ago and i don't remember why Oh, really? You were really Yeah, yeah, because I remember, like, I don't even remember what my username was, but I do remember making a Mastodon account years ago. I, I think people were talking about, like, it was going to be the... And I had the same thought, Harris. I'm like, oh, I should probably be on here, I guess. And then people used it for, like, a week and stopped, and now they're talking about it again. So I'm like, I guess I should try to remember my password. Yeah, yeah that 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 would be good. I I don't know. Maybe I should just take another closer look at it, but... um. I'm just going to miss, I am going to miss Twitter with all of its bullshit. It's just, there's some, it's like, it's like a, a terrible movie that you just don't want to end because it's just, it's too funny. I, I do feel like, especially lately, like ever since Elon walked through the door of Twitter HQ with the sink, I have just been glued to the website. I'm just like, what's going to happen next? It's been a wild and crazy ride. I've been, I've, I've probably been having more fun on Twitter recently than I have in the past like couple years. Dude, I was it's talking wild. to our, I was talking to our friend Ian Erickson the other day, and he he had this. Uh, I don't know if you call it a theory or just something, but he he said that like the world has you know how he is when he gets all like you know into his you know yeah he he sort of becomes like a uh, like a what do you call it like a like an oracle <laughs> in, uh, cool. in uh, like old um in old Greek myths mythology like yeah he, yeah like his eyes like go in the back of his head and he starts like <laughs> he's a guy oh my god doing, yeah yeah it's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, but he he was saying he's like uh, in the modern day. He said Twitter is like books, TikTok is like TV, and YouTube is movies. 
And at first I was like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, wait a second. And actually, and then he disappeared into the night. Yeah. And like he disappeared. I'm like, wait a second. That kind of makes sense in a very, very roundabout and weird way. It kind of does. It's kind of real. Yeah. Because like the way we look, because we were the way we use this stuff so much and just the significance it kind of has in like our lives and those things. It felt like the parallels kind of matched up in a weird way. Dude, I, I could totally see that. I spent way, I mean, I've been telling, I got into an argument with my friend the other day that like, we were talking about which streaming service is like the best one. And I was like, dude, YouTube is the best one. And he's like, no, it doesn't count. It's not a streaming service. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, dude? I spend more time on YouTube. Yeah. Than HBO or Netflix or any of that crap. I don't watch any of that shit. I'm on YouTube. Yeah, I, I see what he means. Hours a day. But like, yeah. you can stream movies on YouTube. You can stream TV shows. You can, but it's just the best type of. You know, we were talking. We kind of mentioned this with Trey, the explainer, too, because we were talking about old. When we were talking about cryptids, he brought up. Have you guys seen this video? Like, I had never seen it, but Zach and he had. They, the um, it was this video from like 2008 that's called like gnome in argentina or something like that have you seen that it sounds it sounds vaguely familiar yeah it's it's like this extremely grainy shitty footage but it's at night and it's like a group of friends and it looks like they're filming on like a flip phone footage and they're like in spanish i guess like oh my god what's that and they like turn the camera and like in the light of the street lamp in the distance there's like a little literally a gnome with like a pointed hat but just like the <laughs> si- like the silhouette and it's so jpegged and pixely that it's just like does a little dance and runs away and they're like oh my god and and it's like where was king star in 2008 <laughs> i have no idea but i was watching that and it just reminded me of the type of shit that like like and it's still like this like but youtube especially back then was like this is like the type of content that you can see on YouTube, you just, especially at that time, you couldn't see it anywhere else. And you still don't really get it on other video platforms like TikTok. Like TikTok is curated, but it doesn't have a good search function. YouTube, you can literally just be like alligator eating a smaller alligator and then get a video of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's yeah just like TikTok is good fucking- for like just dropping weird random things in your lap and I feel yeah. like I found so much interesting stuff. I found so many like interesting like I find a lot of music on there, you know, which you don't think that you would find and every once in a while it's just like, oh, this is cool as shit. Let me check this out. Um, But it's not good. Like, I'll see a video on TikTok and I'll be like, oh, let me show. And then I didn't save it or whatever. And it's like, I can't. It's like sand falling through your fingers. It's like, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. I lost it. That's crazy. Can you imagine being like, like Kate Bush and just like waking up and your phone is like blowing up? You're like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden your song is like, is trending on TikTok that you wrote fucking 40 years ago. And you're like, what the hell? is happening like that's what tiktok has been crazy for is all of these songs that are like it is right. this weird music sharing platform now too i don't know tiktok's They're not all bad but it's podcasts now too good. like oh linked, yeah linked yeah to podcast oh uh, we got really? that, i guess yeah. uh, I speaking of figuring stuff out let's listen yeah. to some listener voicemails and then we got a few to uh oh that'd be great yeah. that'd be great but before we do, Harris, uh let our listeners know where they can find cold cuts all your art everything you want to share Oh yeah. Uh, okay, so my uh, my at on Twitter, and if Twitter goes down, also on Instagram is Beetle Moses. I actually do have a Beetle Moses TikTok 
as well that I should be posting to. Nice. So you can follow me there. But if it's you ever do any like animated stuff, that would do pretty well. It would be there, a good place. I've had people send me my own comics that have been reposted to TikTok uh, that have actually done like decent huh. numbers, and it's just the still image. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I I probably should be posting there, but. Do a still just, image and then just put uh, like someone playing Minecraft in the background. That's, that's usually a good what idea. Happens. That's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Twitter is primary, Instagram secondary, but at Beetle Moses. And then uh, and then Cold Cuts Pod. Uh, Cold Cuts, you can find us on YouTube, actually YouTube.com slash Cold Cuts Pod. Um, also, we're on Spotify. You can look up Cold Cuts. We should be the first thing that shows up there, too. Uh, and my co-host, I have to shout him out. Uh, Zach at Yolo Swag Studios, which is one word you can find him as well online. Yeah, sweet, good stuff, cool. good stuff all around. Highly recommend it. Thank you guys. Thanks. Let's oh, hear thank this voicemail. You. Yeah, before we get to yeah. those voicemails, yeah, if you want to uh, leave us a voicemail, give us a call. Our number is three one two seven eight eight seventy three sixty one, or you can always send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail dot com. Without further ado, let's hit it. Hey, thought cops. I come in with a question. Does everybody, does every workplace have that one fucking guy that everybody can't stand, but since you're all quote-unquote professionals, you just have to fucking put up with him? Is is that just going to be a constant forever, being an adult? Uh, And also, how does one become a guy like that in the first place? You guys know who I'm talking about. Zwick. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just uh, yell at him, say "fuck you," demand your audio. Oh yeah, and and that is absolutely a constant. It doesn't matter where you work. It doesn't matter if you literally like move to like a small village in the middle of nowhere, and you just open, you know, a, a little antique shop, or you just sell little wooden carvings that you make, and then you hire one guy just to help you with the store, that guy will be annoying. There has to be... There's always a there's guy. There's always one. There's always a guy. There's just no fucking way to escape it. Yeah, and then you have to, like, be professional. Like, that's something that, like, I feel like they don't really teach you, like, growing up or in school or anything. Just, like, there's, like, this almost this, like, certain language you have to speak to dance around issues without actually confronting them. And it's called being, quote-unquote, professional. And, like, as much as you want to just tell this guy to shut the fuck up, you can't. You can't. can't do it. I will, I will, I have, um, I have some good advice because I am, I feel like the person that it, so pre-pandemic, um, my current job, I've, I've held the same job since before pandemic that, uh, I'm working right now at the same place, um, and, we lost basically most of the staff that I was friends with, which sucks. And now I basically don't know anybody that I work with, but I'm basically foot out the door of there right now. But, um, Oh, they're going to love to listen to this episode. They don't (laughs) fucking listen to shit. Um, and there would always be, you know, because a bunch of us were all friends together. We would do like certain like events, outings, hangouts, parties, whatever. And there would always be one or two people and people would be like, do not invite them. I hate them. And I would be like, no, invite them because it's going to be funny because we're going to get some stories out of this. For sure. Um, And without a doubt, every single time 
someone would do something, someone would say something, and we would just talk about it nonstop until the until the next event. And it's like you got to do that. You got to turn lemons into lemonade. That's you know, true. nothing will unite coworkers who are just acquaintances better than shitting on a mutual <laughs> coworker that they yeah. hate. It's and they don't even true. have to. They don't even have to know about it. Just. Just do it behind their backs. Yeah. Fine, it doesn't matter. Everybody wins. Everybody, Everybody wins. wins. Win, 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 win. It's very true. Uh, here's the next voicemail. Let's hear it. Yo, I heard you guys are having uh, Beetle Moses on, mm. and uh, I just give, give you a heads up. You should be uh, <clears throat> pretty careful. This dude is, uh, a lot of his comics, highly anti-Semitic. Oh. Um, <laughs> His most recent one, he drew a whale Pokemon, which is clearly supposed to represent some sort of fat Italian woman or something, <laughs> but uh, just keep an eye on him. Uh, he's dangerous. Uh, I wouldn't trust the guy. Uh, but yeah, all right. Thank you, Thought Cups. Uh-huh. Oh, thank you. That's yeah. very fresh voicemail. Yeah, very fresh. I do not know that man, and I would have to consult my lawyer before I can speak on the comic in question. Well, that is very wise. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> again, a very bold claim. So then we've, you know, I know we talked about that earlier on the episode. A bit of a sore subject, but um, yeah, <laughs> you know, there's obviously we got some crazies out there. We yeah. do. We're gonna do, watch your back. Yeah, that's all I can say on the matter. <laughs> Speaking of matters, um, this next voicemail. Oh boy doesn't comes from someone who who doesn't okay you'll never guess who harris aka beetle moses uh i have to know uh are you gonna be doing any more uh music because that one one song that you were on you went weirdly hard and uh i I was surprised how good you were on the mic weirdly hard is there any more music that you're gonna be doing in the future uh thanks bye who is that? Who said that? Oh, is that's, that somebody that's I know? Zwick. Oh, is that Zwick? Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, yeah, thanks, Zwick. Uh, uh, yeah, dude, actually, I, that's really nice. Thank you for saying that. Uh, I haven't made music in a really long time, but I definitely kind of got the bug again, especially as I'm getting a little like... Um, the beetle bug. I get it. This is all right. coming in. This is all, yeah, circle, circular. Uh, thanks. Yeah, no, I, uh, I actually have... Yeah, I'm not going to share it right now because it's, uh-huh. it's just too cringy. But there's well, actually, you could listen to. I actually have a um, I have a beat tape that's available on. Uh, you can hear it on Spotify that I put out like four or five years ago. That's all sample based and stuff, and it's SoundCloud.com/slash Hungry Caterpillar was the name that I put it under at that time. That was long before Beetle Moses or any of this shit. I was, a, lot of, I, a lot of bugs. Yeah, I like bugs. But uh, I I was putting out music under different like monikers for a little while. So when Zach invited me to have a feature on, I think he's referring to the rap that uh, Zach t- had me do a feature on. Okay. Uh, I was yeah, I was excited by that. And now that I have this FL Studio up and running on my computer, it is absolutely in the cards for some more music on the horizon. Yeah. We'll be talking about this in the show recently. A lot of people are like pivoting to music. It's fun, man. It's just like a great, um, it's a very relaxing creative outlet. You know, sometimes, um, sometimes drawing can be a little, it's very precise. You know what I mean? Like I, if yeah. I want to get things looking the way I want to do it, it requires my full focus and music feels a lot more like I can be at peace. Like I can be sitting and like working on something and kind of like toiling away. And it's cause it's oh, a creative lucky. thing that you're not like mainly focused on, you know, lucky you. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, why? Like, there's probably like there's probably people who like do music for a living, and then they're like, oh, I like drawing because I can just like I don't have to fucking think about what I'm going to say or that's like, a great you point. Know, how it that's, sounds? That's probably there is true. Also, yeah. like the idea. Um, I can't remember where I heard this from. Probably like a audio book I was listening to or something. I can't remember. Um, but it was like the idea of like how people don't have too many hobbies anymore because everybody like is constantly trying to monetize their hobbies and how that sucks the enjoyment out of it. Then how like an actual hobby should be something that you just do for the sake of you doing it. And I like that idea and I haven't really found anything like that because everything that I do, I like throwing on the internet so that people listen to thought cops but um i know i think i also feel like i I totally feel the same way but i also am like it almost feels like i'm trying to do a lot of catching up because i spent so many years where i was in the dark making music and making drawings and shit that i was like too self-conscious to ever post and now i now i'm like almost obnoxious about it like i'm like oh you're gonna see every fucking thing that i make now it's all going uh beetle moses only fans when (laughs) it's relaxing it's it's relaxing it's a hobby it's a hobby yeah dude oh my god you know what you want to talk about fucking stealing tweets you know who are the biggest tweet thieves on the fucking internet are only fans chicks i see the same fucking and I have no problem with sex work. It's not about the sex work. It's about being annoying. I have to say about, so. It's like, just like this is also like a Seinfeld bit. I have nothing wrong. I have no not, problem with like, sex work. Wrong with it. It's not sex about that. Work. Sex it's work is work. Work sex work. It's, uh, it's just the. They fucking, stole my tweet. I have seen the same image of it's like I, I guess it's like a Halloween or a costume store, and it's this like like plastic red M M&M and M that's like covered in. Uh, fake spider webs but it almost looks like it's been like nutted on and 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 it's the same tweet where that image is posted and somebody's just like me waiting for him to get a towel or some, something along those lines i have literally seen that tweet since since like 2020 i've probably seen that tweet like 10 times and it's all from different chi- it's like do you guys all know each other and you're all just like sharing the same meme and they're then- in the same union I hate that shit. Please come up with your own shit. What is it about M and M's? That's good. That people just can't help but steal the joke. Wait, what was your M M&M and M joke? Wait, remind me of the M and M joke. Crack skull one. I, honestly, so I can funny. barely even fucking that parallel. That parallel is so fucking funny. That is, I remember you mentioning that on our on the episode that we did the first. <laughs> the first yeah. time like yeah it's been ago. it's been burning him alive for yeah like, over much, a year oh my god much. dude that and and the fucking the fact that you guys had an interaction with elon musk like before it was even cool it was fucking crazy now he That's owns crazy. twitter now he That's can part unblock himself from kevin's account and just uh be an asshole to him and there's I nothing you can do block, but it, you know it, it, i will say it is weird that there elon musk does have a picture of me on his phone Assuming yeah, he didn't delete uh, yeah. that screenshot. Yes. That is pretty crazy to think about. Well, I also heard, wasn't there, a, there was a wave of people saying that they had blocked Elon Musk and they were getting unblocked. I heard that too. That's why I checked it. I'm like, uh, seems fine for me. Not yet. He won't be in good. control okay, of the good. company for much longer. I think he's, I he's, looking for a, he's looking for a replacement CEO right now. Yeah, I've heard That's that. what they're saying. Again, we'll see. I, I, I just, I don't know. Whatever, I, man. It's I Jerry have Springer. no... 
yeah, I have no fucking, uh, I have no dog in the game, no stake in the foot, no, I have no foot in the, ra- the, I don't care, I don't care what happens to Twitter, it's just funny, it's very yeah, funny. It is, it's pretty wild, and something, if Twitter really does go down, which will not, it will not happen, all of the people that are like, well guys, it's, it's been fun, I've just had a great time with you, and I'll see you on the other side, I'm like, yeah, this is not, nothing's gonna, nothing's gonna happen. But even right. if it did, something would just something will replace Dude, it. These like, people like think that like they're going like they're sinking on the Titanic. You know, <laughs> I know. so funny. I will uh, say it's been an honor to play for you. Like, who are you? What? Yeah, I've never heard of you in my life. <laughs> it does remind me of uh, if you've seen like the screenshots of the last day that Club Penguin like was taken oh down. My God. All the penguins yeah, yeah, that are yeah. like goodbye, everyone. Like, Bye. I love you. It's been great. Yeah, I love that shit. God damn. Yeah. Dude, I, I just made me think of it like being like, who are you? It just made me think of like one of the funniest like hater comments that I've gotten on on Twitter in, in my time so far It is, and my brother quote, he, he fucking texts this to me all the time. Uh, it's just to remind me of it is like I posted some, co- I don't even remember what the comic was, but I posted some comic and the, and a guy replied. It was like a no profile picture, like default profile picture guy. And he was like, motherfucker, I made that joke nine months ago. And I was like, what? And I clicked on his page and he had like five followers. And I was like, dude, what? How would I, how would I have known that you made that <laughs> joke? He, like, why are you, do you really think that I'm saw it? Like, how would I have yeah. seen that shit? Did you, you scroll through and I, see if he made it? Yes. I scrolled through and I even fucking went to like, Okay, let me go nine months. That's a very specific period of time. So let me like go back nine months. And I was scrolling through, and I was like, "Dude, can you link me what you're talking he, about?" He made like, it to his friends. Ta- yeah, like he it said it me, to his dog. It made me think like he Bastard. was just sitting. He was sitting alone in his room, and it was like. <laughs> That's a funny joke. And then <laughs> saw my shit and it was like, how the fuck did you? Like, I was like, what this the is hell a, is This that? is a mentally unwell man. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> so funny though. Anyway. Uh, uh, speaking of mentally unwell though, if those voicemails <laughs> inspire you, give us a call. Again, our number is 312-788-7361. Or you can send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, get a backlog of bonus content and be a part of the episode in our live recording chats, head on over to patreon.com slash thought cops. I want to give a shout out to one of our new patrons this week or returning, I think, and is back for more. Uh, Nima uh, Basiri. Big mistake. Yeah. Um, I guess if I butchered your last name. Welcome back. Thank you, Nima. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for the money. Patreon.com slash thought cops. They came back into some money, baby. That's what it's about. Hell also, yeah. um, we were supposed to mention this uh, a couple of weeks ago, but Zwick's been streaming on Twitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Dude, that's like, I, we didn't mention, fire, like, we got a new Fire Bros, patreon.com. Oh, yeah, it's out now, yeah. We reviewed The Boys Season 3, we reviewed Tropic Thunder, we reviewed uh, the Mars Volta self-titled album, The Mars Volta. Oh, what? Uh, pa- it's only $2 a month. Check it out. Patreon.com slash ThoughtCops. Uh, my grant said twitch.tv slash ThoughtCops. We are active again, or rather, I should say, Zwick has been streaming on there pretty often, so definitely check that out. It seems like people have been having some fun. I think he's even been, like, streaming with some of our listeners, which is pretty cool. Yeah, Leo the Incredible will jump into the chat, apparently, and they'll do a -a tete-a-tete back and forth sort of thing. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, Harris, uh, thanks so much for coming back on the show, man. Uh, Glad we could have you on. Uh, Mano, Imano, Imano. 
This was great. Yeah. Yo, thank you so much for inviting me back on. I was fl- yeah, always flattered, and I love talking to you guys. Yeah, I guess oh, uh, we got to just we'll keep playing this back and forth. Now you guys come back on Cold Guts. Oh, happily, yeah. And then we'll come back here. We'll just keep going in, until infinity. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll, we got to figure we'll do- out. Yeah, we'll do different iterations of uh, maybe just Kevin goes on and then we'll have Zach on and then I'll go and then we'll just sort of we'll dance around and then we'll all put the Mario hats on again. That sounds great. Have a big Mario party. Uh, Yeah, dude, this has been really fun. Thank you guys for having me on. I hope I did okay. Yeah, you you did uh, did great. You did great. Well, thanks Uh, everybody for listening. Uh, I'll see you on the other side. Oh, Kevin's gonna delete his Twitter. See you, Space Cop.